Life is full of questions. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues to try to figure out. You need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hit it. You'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the Financial Answer. Thanks for hanging out in the podcast with us. We always appreciate your time as Nathan and I talk investing, finance, and retirement. And on this episode, we're talking the last 10 years before retirement. Not necessarily like <laughs> Not the last, last 10 years of I mean, life. Exactly. The last 10 years of a paycheck, I suppose, right? Clarify yeah, that right. a bit better. How you doing, that's my friend? Right. I'm doing great and enjoying the nice weather we're having here. Finally. After After last week with the you know blizzard and hurricane and everything that we had then. I know. So, <laughs> finally, so, finally, we were yeah, just talking about yeah. before we kicked this off that we're we're getting a couple of days in a row of sun, which seems to be a rarity uh, nice. over the last six eight weeks. So I will take it. <laughs> Seventy degrees in February is always welcome. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, well, as yeah. I mentioned, you know, let's talk about these last ten years. You know, because yep. we still want to have a, some sort of paychecks, obviously, some sort of income coming in in retirement. Yeah. But really, yeah. what we're going to focus on here, Nathan, is the priorities to maybe pay a little attention to, not just financially or fiscally, but also from a lifestyle standpoint as well, that 10 years leading up to whatever day you're going to call it, you know, call it quit. So let's just for hypothetical, just say, I don't know, 50 to 60 or, you know, 55 to 65, whatever, right? Yeah. Plug in your own numbers. That's good. That's, I mean, that's really when people start thinking about these things. Yeah, exactly. So So I'll be 50 later this year, right? So get healthy and stay healthy is, I know I'm getting old, I know. Uh, (laughs) Getting healthy and staying healthy is is definitely on my mind right now. I'm uh, anybody who's listened to us on the radio or the podcast for years knows I've had some health issues and, so it's really important, you know, it's really good advice really in any stage of life, but yeah, clearly yeah. it's a good idea as we're getting older, but it's not just from the the health side. There's actually some financial benefits to doing that as well, right? Yeah, definitely. And you know, what people tend to do sometimes is they just retire and they go sit on the couch and watch TV because they've worked hard, you know, and so they enjoyed that that rest at first, but then you kind of get in a habit of that and, and you get stuck there and your health can decline drastically, you know, so right. you got to be careful with that. And, um, you know, it can, it can definitely be expensive dealing, you know, running, having to run back and forth to the doctor all the time and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that can put a strain on your financial plan, on your retirement plan. And so, um, you know, the big point of this is just be out there, be active, do things that you enjoy. It doesn't have to be going to the gym. It can be other things. Just be active. Hiking, walking, yeah, whatever. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. Play golf, whatever, you know. Um, get out and water ski or whatever, you know. So, uh, <laughs> get a little bit warmer that, first, yeah. but yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. So, uh, but yes, that's uh, that's the main thing is just get active and, and stay healthy in retirement. So yeah, that's going to keep you on track. Yeah, I mean, uh, insurance-wise, rates-wise, I mean, there's a lot of other oh, little yeah, benefits absolutely. that can, you know, absolutely. go from being in, in better shape as well, too. So, and then again, it's just, you know, it's a good idea, right? I mean, because then is. you can be active yeah. to enjoy whatever it is that you're going to do in retirement, which leads me to point number two, which is, you know, determine what you want to do with all those free time. Now, we could alter yeah. this, Nathan, and say that typically the big ticket item is usually people want to retire, they want to see the world, or they want to go do some travel. travel. Yeah. They, right. Yeah. And I know that COVID has totally changed all of that, <laughs> and we don't know how much longer that will be. Like, my wife and I were just talking the other day about maybe going to Iceland, but I don't want to be quarantined for five days. No, right? that's so right. So we're going to wait, that, right? That 
ruins any trips. That kind of ruins yeah. any trips. But yeah. you can still, I mean, there's people are traveling more within the continental United States. Yeah. Um, people absolutely. are still doing more. And regardless of what travel is happening because of COVID, if you're coming up on retirement, free time is coming. It right. Is. So you yeah, got to figure something is. out anyway. So start it thinking is. about that's, it. That's right. You need to. And, and it doesn't have to be, you know, travel or anything. It can be hobbies. It can be all kinds of things. You can volunteer. You can, you know, there's, sure. there's all kinds of ideas that you can, you know, do with your time. Just again, don't become stagnant and just sit around right. the house. Yeah, basically. To your point, that's right. A, figure out yeah, a plan. Cause that, yeah. that really hurts the health overall going, you know, going into retirement. So make sure that you know, you do have those plans in place and you know what you want to do because some of these things can be expensive. You know, if you play golf every day, that can be expensive or you travel quite a pricey. lot. It yeah. can be, yeah. It, you know, all of these things can cost money. Yeah. Um, if you're going hiking, maybe not unless you want to drive to, you know, out West and go hiking and that can be expensive. But, right. um, you know, I mean, people that, are buying RVs like crazy. We yeah, talked about that weeks back and, you know, they so are, I mean, there's a yeah. lot of ways you can still do stuff. But what do you want to do with your time? And I really like the way you brought that up a minute ago when you said, look, you got to you got to retire to something, not just sitting on the front porch or the couch That's or right. whatever the case is. Yeah. And we've talked about that numerous times and more people are aware of that. But, you know, when you do have lockdowns and COVID and long <laughs> winters, it's easy to kind of sit easy in there to, and eat yeah. a bag of Doritos, you know, it is. It is. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I was just having a conversation with a friend of mine about getting myself more motivated uh, from our musical hobby that we do. And it's like I've been in kind of a funk because it's not you know it's just well, the been world's so, different now it just right. you know, so it's hard it changed a lot. the mental yeah. aspect right it is yeah you got to yeah. do your you got to yeah. do your physical health but you got to do your mental health too so that's true yeah um, that's true what i find a lot of people in retirement you know when they do get into those hobbies and do it and those extra activities and things mm-hmm. they they turn around and say, I don't know how I ever worked because I've got so many things that I've got going right, on now. Right. So, you know, it's just, it's good to kind of be at that, but maybe a good balance of that. Have some free time, but also have, mm. you know, time that you're, that you're busy doing things. Yeah. Balance. Well. That's so, a great word. Yeah. I mean, that's a yeah. good, uh, we need more of that in our lives in general, I think. Uh, I agree. Every, yeah. Everything about the modern way of life has just gotten so crazy that balance is in short It's supply. 150 miles an hour all the time. All the time, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe maybe you're taking some of those hobbies or whatever the case is or something that you've always had a hobby. Maybe you're thinking about a post-retirement career. Yeah. You know, not the big job, right? You're done with that. But, you know, maybe you want to sell stuff on Etsy or you're, you know, you like yeah, to build, right. you know, uh, I don't know, birdhouses or, you know, whatever. <laughs> and you're really good you're, you're like to paint or something and, you know, somebody says, hey, you, you should sell those, you know, or whatever the case yeah. is. Not that yeah. you have to, but maybe you're thinking about that. There's some financial things to, to ponder there too, Nathan, right? Because if in if you're not having a strategy in place and working through something and you just, let's say, turn on Social Security at 62 just because you think you need to because oh, the yeah. government's going to oh, run that's out. Right. Well, that's going to limit right. your earning potential, right? So you, there's yeah, things you got to factor in. Yeah, there are. And so a lot of people do this. They'll do, you know, that that post-retirement career. And mm-hmm. so they'll, you know, start a business or they'll do things like you were talking about. And most people have something like that in their potential plan, you know, maybe a wish in their plan right? Uh, to do something like that. So some people make it happen. Some don't. It's okay. You know, maybe it's just not something that you desire to do, but it is important to at least kind of dream about these things because a lot of times those cost money to get started. Those businesses do and those retirement careers or whatever. And so you want to make sure that you plan for that expense. Maybe it's just setting up a woodworking shop. Well, that, you know, that equipment can be expensive if you want to do that. So, um, or advertising or whatever, you know, for whatever you're trying to do. I have I have clients that sell things on eBay, you know, and, and sure, make a yeah. fantastic uh, income doing that. So there's there's all kinds of things you can do in retirement 
especially with technology now and the internet and all of the things that are available there. So, um, it's amazing what you can do and make money at and, and with things that you enjoy. So, uh, just think about that. Don't be stuck to just, you know, the ideas of I've got to go work at Lowe's or be the door greeter at Walmart or something like that. You know, there's all kinds of opportunities. Well, and I think, I think we definitely have moved forward from a lot of those thinking to your point though, if you are thinking about setting up a business, did you plan for that? Did you talk to your advisor about that? So you guys can set aside some extra monies for those things. So Mm -hmm. a lot of good points there to ponder in these last 10 years conversation. Uh, Some other points to think about, Nathan, is, again, we've talked about this on other shows where we dedicated the whole show to it. But just quickly, again, it's a time when you can make up ground in the savings category for a couple of bullet points. Give us a couple of those. Yeah, I mean, really, the idea here is that hopefully the kids are out of the house, they're out of college, that's taken care of, you know, all of that's done. You don't have those expenses that you had with the kids. They're out of your wallet, basically. That's that's right. (laughs) Hopefully, anyway, that's the the plan. And so, um, you know, really, at that point, you're probably making the most money you've ever made in your life. So, yeah, ideally. So, you know, all of those things can help and um, help you be able to either pay off things that you need to pay off or save more. Typically that's, you know, what people will do that last 10 years. You know, I've seen people save tremendous amounts of money over that time frame, and, and it really can have an impact. You're not going to see a huge impact with um, compounding interest on that, but it can really help you get to your goals. Nothing you know, to sneeze and, at, for sure. No, that's right. Yeah. Definitely. So I, I mean, mean, even I've, just those uh, catch-up contributions, what, 1000 bucks, you know, over the, it is. You know, each yeah. year. Yeah, let's just right. say it's a 10 or even a 15-year window from, let's say, 50 to 65. I mean, hey, that's 15 mm-hmm. grand on the one account, right? 15 on the other. I mean, 30,000, that can pad. I mean, that's a nice padding to your, you know, that's your right. and, line, so. and, you know, special small business uh, retirement plans, 401ks and things, can, you can add anywhere from Even more, to $5,000 yeah. extra, year, right. you know, something like that. So there's yeah. a lot of opportunity to save extra amounts and defer that tax um, to a later time when your income may be less. And so, sure. you know, that's usually a good idea in the last 10 years because, as I said, the income is higher usually then. Yeah, so. exactly. So, I mean, a lot of good points here on the last 10 years, a lot of little things that we could be doing. And again, we got 10 years, right? So yeah. you know, it can start yeah. doing some of this. You don't have to do it all on day right. one. Like when I turned 50 in September, like the next day, I'm not going to start this whole list, but I can start moving my way through it. And that's the idea for I love, for the listeners as well. Um, another place you might want to consider, Nathan, is in that 10-year window to the points of the advantages to save more that you were just talking about, you also might be reducing your debt load down to the lowest yeah. it probably has been as well. Because right. again, no kids, you know, so on and so forth. And maybe you're getting rid of, at least we hope anyway, those high, uh, those high interest credit cards. Yeah, that's right. And that's typically what I see is people start doing that. And, you know, a lot of times people really start focusing on that mortgage in that last 10 years. Mm. If it's not paid off, right. it's okay if it's not, you know, that's that mortgage debt is not a huge problem in retirement as long as it's not taxing your, uh, you know, your yeah. retirement income. It's more know? like so, that. It's more that 28% credit card. <laughs> yeah, that is. That's exactly right. That and just, you know, being reasonable on vehicle purchases and things like that. So, you know, if, <laughs> if you, if you're not uh, careful with that, you can have, you know, $1,500 a month in vehicle payments easily. So, well, um, if you're thinking about the Corvette, for example, yeah, right, that's you know, right. Hey, it doesn't mean that it can't be on your radar or even in your plan. Just plan for it, right? Just, just maybe of, not a brand new one. You well, know? that's a thought I mean, too. Yeah. 
so buy one that's a but year old. But if that's your retirement you dream, hey, I mean, it didn't, no, didn't that's work. right. Yeah, plan so for it, right? That's true. Yeah, it is. And so there's not, uh, there's no reason to not have something like that if you, you know, if you plan for it, if you want to do something like yeah. that. And you know, speaking of basically debt free too, I uh-huh. mean, another debt that people don't think about a lot of times is, you know, your four hundred one k, your IRA is is debt basically that you owe to the government at some point. Oh, right. Pull that money out. It's taxable. So, um, you know, you need to, during this 10 years before retirement, there are some things you can do to make sure that you reduce that tax liability as much as possible. So, you know, make sure you talk to your financial advisor about that because Mm -hmm. that's, there's a lot of ideas that take time that need to be done over a long time frame. So maybe 10 years, uh, maybe just five, you know, but you need to talk to your advisor about how you can reduce that that tax liability basically on your 401ks and IRA accounts. And Nathan, doing that within, within a strategy will also help keep you from bumping up in tax, you know, hopefully anyway, right? If you're doing yeah, it smartly, absolutely. you won't yes. kick yourself up a tax bracket. That's right. You know, yeah. you're required to take money out at 72 now. It used to be 70 and a half. So now it's 72. So when that requirement starts, that can kick you to a higher tax bracket. So some planning in advance in those pre-retirement years can really make a difference for your retirement yeah taxes yeah. and, and the income that you have. Yeah, and transferring money, you know, as Nathan's talking about, folks, transferring money, let's say, out of the 401k, moving it to a like a Roth so that you're paying the taxes now That's right. versus later. Again, you don't want to just wholesale, you know, if you've got a half a million dollars in a 401k, you don't want to convert the whole don't thing. Don't do at that one at time. one time. Right? No. <laughs> That's right. You want to make sure that, again, take a little PCG got right? a strategy, right? You want to have a strategy <laughs> in place for doing that over That's that right. 10-year window. Yeah, uh, final, right. final one, Nathan, um, risk. You know, whether it's de-risking the house for older age, right? Yeah. Doing some things yeah. to the house so that you can be safer in your older age or because grandbabies are going to be around more often. That's right. yeah. uh, you also want to consider de-risking the portfolio. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? Don't invest like you're 38, you right. know, if you're in that last 10 years. So the the thing that you need to understand is all investing should be based on your goals, what you're trying to accomplish. So I do have people in their 60s and 70s that are investing aggressively because they're not really using those funds. They're wanting to leave that to kids and grandkids. And so um, they're fortunately, they're not needing those, that income right. you know, at this point anyway. So maybe that's okay to invest like you're in your 30s then. you know. But well, if that's part of your people, strategy, right. That's right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And so most people don't, though. Most people are going to need income from their portfolios in retirement. And so, you know, you don't need to have 90% in stocks more than likely. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe dial it back at that point. But again, based on your goals, not what your friend does, not what your cousin does, based on what you are trying to accomplish. Right. Because too many people <laughs> invest based on what other people do and they end up messing themselves up. So, yeah, exactly. You know, because yeah. it might be ideal for you to really still stay aggressive because you don't need the money, as Nathan Maybe. just pointed out. Yeah. That might be fine because you've got a different set of plans than the other person who comes in after that and says, no, I, I cannot afford to be aggressive or I, I can't handle the stress of being aggressive or whatever yeah. that looks like. Right. So that's right. That's why we say all the time, you know, there's universal truths that affect us all when it comes to retirement planning. Uh, but at the same time, you know, you hear it every time you, talk, you listen to any kind of financial show, everybody's different, right? Everything is, everything's a yes. unique situation. And that is true as well. So it's kind of interesting to think that both of those statements can be true. There's universal truths that we all <laughs> adhere to, <laughs> right. but everybody's also really unique. So you're still going to have, <laughs> yes. we're all going to deal with Social Security, but how it affects you might be different than how it affects me, right? Yeah, and when you, when you should it. take it is probably different than a yeah. lot of other people. Exactly. You know? So, yeah. And that's, that's, right. that's why we do the show. That's why we try to provide 
provide some financial answers here on the podcast to give some folks some things to think about. And uh, and you could also, if you'd like, you can send an email question into the show. You can subscribe to us. You can find all the stuff at thefinancialanswer.com. That's thefinancialanswer.com. As a matter of fact, if you uh, if you haven't subscribed, we'd certainly appreciate you considering doing so on Apple, Google, or Spotify, or sharing the uh, podcast with somebody else who might benefit from it. We would always appreciate that as well. And you can find it all, like I said, at thefinancialanswer.com. And drop us an email if you'd like to while you're there. And we're going to take one today. We're gonna, we haven't done one in a while. So yeah. let's, uh, let's take an email question here okay. from right. um, William. And he says, Nathan, if we save aggressively over the next five years, I think we're going to be in a good position to retire and enjoy the lifestyle that we want. Nice. Problem is, the wife isn't quite as motivated to get this done as I am. <laughs> okay. Any advice on how to get this on board? Nathan, I'd say two things that I saw. I would say aggressively and the word think yeah. in this. Yeah. Maybe that's yeah. got her a little nervous. That's that's what I'm thinking also. So, okay. it's, uh, it, William, it sounds like to me that it's based on no plan, no planning, no purpose really behind this. Mm-hmm. You may have some things in your mind, but she cannot see that. It She's done like. some math so, maybe. but Yeah, right. that's right. You've done some math. You've done some, you know, have some ideas floating around that maybe she doesn't see because it's not in your goals. Okay. So really it sounds like, I think you can get her on board potentially, uh, or at least meet somewhere in the middle here with this. Mm-hmm. If you guys just look at your plan together, if you don't have a retirement plan, then you need to sit down with your financial advisor and set one up because that's the key to, again, being on right. board together yeah. and working toward these goals. That's always the case. It's so amazing when you do that, that people just are like, yeah, we need to save. We need to do this. We need to do that. And it works really good together. So Yeah, the numbers in black and white could be, and, now, and William, we don't know. We're just guessing. We're giving nah, you some things to right. think about here, my friend. But <laughs> it could be as simple as she needs some more hard data to kind of see that this makes sense, that your plan you know, will work. Because if you're saving aggressively, and maybe does that mean you're cutting back your current lifestyle? Uh, maybe she's not that thrilled about yeah. doing that without seeing that's the right. fact that it's going to have dividends, you know, pay dividends uh, in the retirement year. So that's all kind of those things that the retirement plan could pull together to kind of show her some of that to get more buy-in uh, yes. to your plan. So yeah, that's great true. question though. And I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm glad Good you're question. thinking about it and I'm glad that you, you've got, you know, some goals in mind, but yeah. And, and it's also really good that you want to get the wife more on board because we do set, see that a lot of times too, Nathan, where, yeah, you know, one do. side or the yeah. other is, is uh-huh. not totally buying in and, and that can make your job pretty, or know. just making all the financial decisions basically. Yeah. And that's, uh, that can be tough. Makes your job more challenging, a little bit more <laughs> yes, challenging, it right? <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> you get to play, you know, uh, uh, marriage counselor uh-huh. and, and financial counselor, intermediary, a lot. Right. psychologist, <laughs> sometimes, you know, you know yeah, all that right. good kind of stuff. All right, well, there you go. Well, that's going to do it this week for the show, folks. Thanks so much for hanging out with Nathan and I. Again, don't forget subscribe to us on uh, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, whatever platform you use. Most phones already have some podcast apps built into them. If you're an Apple user, for example, Apple podcast is already on there if you're an android user google podcast is already in the uh, on the phone um, on most newer phones anyway and yeah. of course you can always download them at the uh, the app stores and you can subscribe at the financial answer just type that in the search box of any app that you're using the financial answer you'll find it that way or just go to the website the financial answer com. And as always, if you have questions or concerns before you take any action on something you hear on this show or any others, always check with a qualified professional, a registered investment advisor like Nathan at 855-51-COACH. It's 855-51-COACH at O'Brien and Associates. Nate, my friend, have yourself a great week. I'll talk to yeah. you pretty soon. Hope you get a chance to go flying soon. 
Yeah, me too. Me too. I, the plane is in the shop right now, ah. so no issues, but it's going to be there for about six weeks. So. Oh, wow. Just yeah, a little, yeah. uh, little upgrades or tune-ups yeah, or whatever? Yeah, getting some upgrades on some on some things on the panel. So, oh, yeah, okay, there you go. excited about that. Very, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Well, have yourself a great week, my friend, and I will see you, you soon here on The Financial Answer. O'Brien & Associates is a registered advisory firm in Tennessee. This show is intended for information and educational purposes only. Consult with a qualified advisor before taking any action.